Hello, I'm Tosh Taylor, and this is episode nine of the Pickle Planet Podcast Summer Staycation Series. Can you believe it's been nine episodes, Jenna? I know. It is so crazy to think that we have talked to so many fabulous people about the awesome places in New Brunswick, and there's still so much we haven't focused on. <laughs> uh, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg, that's for sure. So for the past eight weeks, we've invited guests on the show to share their love of this province and their hometowns. Today, we're doing something a little bit different, and we're going to talk about some of the places in New Brunswick that we've explored. And Tosh, I think we should start with the pictures of yours that drew me in, I think the most the summer of all of them, were the amazing waterfall hikes that you went oh. on with your girls. Yes. Yes, we've been adventuring. <laughs> you have. And, and some of them have been um, crazy adventures because I will admit that these waterfalls are not easy to get to. The ones that we've but, been to so far anyway. But easy enough, like your girls, for people who don't know, your girls are fairly young. Yeah, they're just eight and right? five. Yeah. And they were able to do these. They were. There was some harrowing experiences, uh, <laughs> but but uh, no, they've, they've definitely been a, a really good time. And uh, the waterfalls are spectacular around here. And though they may not be, you know, Niagara Falls or anything too super tall, especially like in the Albert County region, which is where we've kind of mostly stuck to, they they have been spectacular. And the fact that you can swim in them is kind of like the coolest well, it thing. Well, makes it better Sarah. than yeah. Niagara Falls, right? Like, exactly. Niagara Falls, you can only look at it. <laughs> exactly. Go out on the boat, whatever. But for eight-year-olds and a five-year-old to say, like, I have swam in a waterfall, that's really cool. That is very cool. And I think that's a very New Brunswick and East Coast kind of thing mm. to do. So give us a, a little bit about some of the, like, what are, what are the names? Where did you find them? How did you figure out how to get to them? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a really great Facebook page that is Waterfalls of New Brunswick. Really good, tons of information. People are super helpful. And then there's a couple of apps that you can use too um, that will help you find the trails. All Trails, I believe, is one of them. And if you're on the uh, Facebook page for the Waterfalls of New Brunswick, they actually have like a, a spreadsheet that oh, they've nice. done up kind of it's the, a map and there's like the pinpoints where all the waterfalls are in New Brunswick which is fantastic um so and then there's of course the book there's an actual physical book uh the one that we had this year though my friend Katie's dad gave it to her and it was slightly outdated so some of the things like going to Memel for instance Memel was like number one on my list because Jason and I for years had tried to find Memel and couldn't find it and now I know why because it's elusive <laughs> <laughs> And it's a and it's a hike and it's a flat hike to get in, but you come out at the top of the falls, and so you've got to kind of scale down to get to the pool where you can swim at the bottom. And that was the very first one we did, and I I felt like I dislocated Erin's elbow taking her down because I was just Erin is the type of kid that doesn't really pay attention. Do you know, like, she's just kind of yeah. like, la, 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 la. Walking along, yeah, walking exactly. off the side of the cliff. <laughs> exactly. Her hat <laughs> fell off the side of the cliff. Like, it was, yeah. She did it, though. She did it, and she did fantastic. And then it was super fun that they got to, to swim in there. Crooked Creek um, is at the Crooked Creek Lookout. Like, if you go up that road to the Crooked Creek Lookout, there is a trail before you get up to the lookout, and you go down that way. Again, super steep to get down, but it's not like the edge of a cliff. It's just... A whole lot of work to get down to the bottom and Sarah actually tumbled down probably 10 feet of it yeah but she was fine 
<laughs> so, I mean, it hasn't been super easy taking the kids to, to these waterfalls. The easiest one to get to uh, by far is the Waterford Waterworks just outside of Sussex. And it is like something, nice. it's like out of a fairy tale. It's out of a fairy tale. I couldn't believe like the way that the water has worked the rocks and the water is so clear and ice cold by the way, just be prepared for that. It's ice cold. The way that it is woven through, it almost looks like it's man-made. Like someone went and they carved it or not even carved it, but like made it with cement. It's, it's oh, really mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. And there's all these like little pools and little waterfalls. And then it all breaks out into this like just big, like wide river, but it's very, it's very shallow. Um, and a lot of it's on private property. So, and a lot of these all are on private property, actually. Memel, for instance, has been closed to the public now um, just because it's, you know, the, it's been such a dry summer and, and what have you. And people haven't been cleaning up after themselves. And that's the worst part. If you're going to go into someone's property or the crown property, it doesn't matter what you take in, you take out. It's that simple. But people don't listen. <laughs> that's too bad because that really is such a simple rule. Like, yeah. how, how are we still telling people this? I, uh, my mind. But so yeah. the, the Waterford Falls, then, do you know, is that public land or private or? The, the river down at the bottom for sure is private because um, it's like it's right in, you're in someone's backyard. As, as soon as you go down, but they, they, they don't, obviously they don't seem to mind because people come there all the time. And like I said, it's very easy to find. Like if you drive up the road to Pulley Mountain, uh, there's like a, I think it's called Old Camp Road that you would take to the left. And then there is um, like a community hall kind of building. You park right in that parking lot and you literally step 10 steps down and you're there. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really easy. Really. The hardest one um, to get to mentally <laughs> Oh, I can't even remember what the name of it was though, but we had gone to Waterford and we we're like, oh, uh, Wallace, it's Wallace or Quitty. Okay. The locals call it Quitty. Uh, okay. Um, yep. We were like, oh, it's just up the road. We'll find it. It won't be a problem. No, it was a problem. We drove and we drove and we drove and the GPS has kept losing us and what have you. And then when we got to the top, there's like a, a covered bridge. So we we're like, oh, well, we're definitely here because the, the book said that there was a covered bridge, but we were actually on the wrong side of it. So I think we took like the longer way to get in. However, it was a decent trek to get down to the bottom. And that one by far has been the kid's favorite trip. Like, oh. even though like, you know, we both go in separate vehicles. I always go with a friend and we go in separate vehicles and I know how I was feeling driving down these ATV trails in my Honda CRV. And she was in like, in a in a bigger vehicle like i can't even imagine <laughs> they get pretty it gets pretty narrow in some parts as you go down so it was something but yeah no they've good been yes very good to keep in mind and we're not done there's a ton more that we want to see uh in our area but i mean if you wanted to do an easy waterfall trip any fundy hiking trail you know there's laverty um, and then of course the uh, most dixon popular Falls. dixon yeah exactly and they're super easy to get to and gorgeous and you can swim at Laverty as well. You can't swim at Dixon, but you can swim at Laverty. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. I think a lot of people like that idea of swimming in the waterfall. I have to say that's, that's one thing that I haven't really done, um, especially not since I was a kid. Um, we used to have a waterfall up back on our property. Um, I don't know technically if it was on our property, but you got to it through our property. It, it, might, it probably belongs to someone else who owns the acreage back there too. I don't know. It's just all woods. No one, no yeah. one goes back there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could find it anymore. 
<laughs> you know, when we were kids, we had certain paths through the woods. And, you know, one year we had to do a bunch of uh, logging up there and all of a sudden I couldn't find anything anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we haven't done, we haven't done a lot of waterfalls in New Brunswick. We did do one waterfall uh, this summer with the kids that we've done several times in Cape Breton. And um, turns out not all of my children love waterfalls as much as you might expect. <laughs> there was a lot of like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but perhaps because that one did not have a pool at the bottom that you could get in. Maybe yeah. it didn't, I know, because it's a tall waterfall. I don't know what the response was all about. Yeah, really. But anyway. Don't take your kids to Niagara Falls then. They won't be too impressed. <laughs> I, my, my kids, I'm sure, would actually freaking love Niagara Falls. Because just as a side story, the first time I went there, the one time I've gone there, I had no idea. I thought it was just waterfalls. Like, all these amusement parks and the Ripley's and the, all the... I'm like, what is this place? <laughs> it is. It's quite the show, isn't it? It, it is. It's... It was mind-blowing, and I'm pretty sure my kids would actually love it. <laughs> they have there, like a, there, they actually have like a go-kart track that's designed as Mario. So your kids oh, would don't tell my children. Don't tell it. my children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put that on a future list. Anyway, yes. we are talking about New Brunswick today, not, right. not your home province, not my home province, the home province we now live in. So um, you also did some trips to other cities yeah. this summer that I've been absolutely loving following along. I was just going to yes. say, like, it's funny because I have been here 16 years this year and I haven't been, I've been to St. John once before and I had driven through Fredericton to get home back to Ontario, but never stopped in before. And my husband has zero desire to go to any of these places, but he played baseball growing up. So he was all over the province all the time. So to him and to many locals, it doesn't matter if you travel for a sport or not, you've seen it. You've, you know, the wonder is gone. So uh, I've been trying to like reopen his eyes to the wonder. So uh, St. John, I adore St. John. It's such a bum rap, but I, I think it's amazing. It like, it's gorgeous. The scenery, the outdoor stuff there is to do. Like I had said, after we got back, it was just this past weekend that we went, I said, I want to go back alone. And just so I can hike and I can, you know, go and kayak and whatever, because nobody else in my family is ready eat. for that. And eat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that's what I want to do alone in St. John. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I, you have to go to the New Brunswick Museum. That was like a major, like, before we even decided we were going to do this summer series, I was going to take the girls to St. John because of the Hillsborough Mastodon. They've seen the site where the Hillsborough Mastodon was found. I did a podcast on my Albert County chat series uh, about it. So I made them listen to that as well. It's like the only thing they've learned since they've been out of school in March. Uh, so that was the goal. It's a good thing was to, to learn. It is a good thing to learn. It's very cool. So that they were going to go see her. That was the plan or him. I think it's a boy. Um, so that was the plan. And you should have seen the look on their faces when they actually, like it was worth everything because it was so cool they like they could never have figured out in their head the size of this thing right like that that actually was walking around on grounds that they've walked on like that's unbelievable so it was really cool um to see that and they've got so much more in there shipbuilding like jenna you and i and our our, our history buffness like we did a, a our tour buffness. <laughs> yeah. the only buffness the only i have i was yeah. gonna say it's the only time anyone's gonna call me buff <laughs> <laughs> but we did a tour like we had someone walk us around his name was Tyler and he was so informative like the Marco Polo the fastest mm. ship of her time was built in St. John they actually have like one of her anchors still and I had no idea no idea St. John 
is fascinating the role fascinating. that it played in Canadian history mm -hmm. and you know being the earliest city there's so many firsts it can lay claim to and some of those are just by nature of you know that just was the luck that that's where people settled because it made sense because of the port mm -hmm. but then when you really get into it some of the things the ingenuity and the creativity that came out of this little spot yeah that like you said especially for those of us who live in the Moncton area seems to get a bad rap <laughs> it really does and it does yeah I it it just it does that city we went for the first time in a long time where I actually got to like just yeah kind of wander through the streets of uptown and I went to the market for the first time the city market oh my goodness it was if I hadn't ever gone to you know Ottawa and Toronto and the other places where I've lived where I've seen some of those big city markets I would have not understood what I was walking into like it's just it's such an experience to be surrounded that way we're not used to that setup anymore out here on the east coast and to walk into that it was just like yes this is the way a market should be done and it's amazing and just the food oh my goodness yeah oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, there's so, so much to offer there. And I think one of my favorite stories is one that Victoria Clark told us about St. John was how when the fire happened and burned down, you know, most of uptown St. John, these people gave up their businesses and their buildings and their homes to save that building with the market that the market now lives in. And I just think that that is the most amazing story ever that people that live in St. John love St. John and they should. Yes, you can understand why. There is such a pride connected to that place, which obviously resonates for you and I, because yeah. that's, it's so important to have that and to have that connection to a place. Absolutely. Okay, now I want to talk about, we did an episode with uh, Jason of the Hub City Foodies, and you guys were talking so much about Caraquette, and I've never been up that way, so you need to open my eyes to the nice sandy beaches. <laughs> oh my goodness, the beaches are spectacular, and we didn't even spend hardly any time on the beaches, so it is definitely on my must-return, must-return with the kids, and must-return alone list. <laughs> so, so heading up to that Acadian Peninsula, that part of New Brunswick, has been on my wish list for a while now. Uh, so I was so thrilled that we actually got to plan that vacation this year. That was the one kind of big cornerstone piece that I put in of we're going to do this. Um, one of the reasons was a couple years ago, I had seen a video pop up on Facebook of this like playground structure that was also a splash pad. Ooh. Like not like the little splash pads that we're used to in the cities around here. It was like a full-on huge structure with water just gushing all over the place and like wow. water like it was like sitting in water and I'm like this is amazing <laughs> and I've come to realize there's at least three of those what? on the Acadian Peninsula wow. so they're at campgrounds although you can as far as I can tell all of them I think you can pay to go just as a member of the public if they have the space um, but yeah so uh, just outside Karakat in Bertrand which is where we stayed at um, Colibri, I think is how you say it. My French is uh, not up there. <laughs> it's the word for hummingbird. <laughs> I know that. Um, so that was the one we stayed at. That was the one I'd happened to see the video of years ago. And it, it, the kids were just in awe. Although our kids actually gravitated more to the pool in the end than mm -hmm. the play structure. I think they've gotten just a little bit old enough that if they were a bit younger, like, you know, six and under, they probably might have paid more attention to the play structure, but they loved the pool that was there and they loved everything about camping there. Um, but there's also an 
Aqua Park in Trakadee and uh, the campground in Chippegan all have these. Like if you go on their websites, you go on their Facebook pages, these massive play structures that are filled with water. <laughs> and any of those places would be perfect for exploring up in that area. And a lot of the campgrounds are they're multifaceted, so they not only have tenting sites and camper sites, they actually have chalets or motel rooms even. My kind of camping, yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also we discovered that uh, if you like, you know, ocean views with your hotel room, with a beautiful playground, with a huge wooden ship in front of you, uh, book in at the Super 8 in Karaket. The really? Super 8 in Karaket is looking out over the gas bay. I think it's the gas bay. I think I'm right. So I, <laughs> I know the gas base up there, but I'm like, I, I think I've got the water parts right with what's where. Um, but you're looking out over the water, and then there's this massive waterfront that's beautiful, like the center of Karaket, and this huge wooden play structure that's like this three-part wooden ship and these little houses, and this, like, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, a friend of ours had given me all these suggestions when I said we were up there because mm -hmm. she used to live in the area, and she told me about this bakery. And it's right on the main street in this old historic building that just like, just, I just stood there looking at the building and it's <laughs> so beautifully kept. And it is, it's like walking into a French bakery. Oh, wow. And the desserts and the bread and the coffee was great. <laughs> and so we got our breakfast to go from there. And we like, kids, yeah, pick out whatever you, you can have an eclair for breakfast. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> We're on vacation. <yeah. laughs> we got the most amazing food and then went to this playground and like looked out over the water and the kids played and it was just, oh, it was gorgeous. And it was such a surprise because it was not something I was expecting. Yeah. And I love when that happens. Um, and so from there, we went up to ship again and we went to the aquarium, which was the other, like that's been mm -hmm. on my list for a couple of years now. Our kids love aquariums. They've gone to the big one in Quebec City a couple summers in a row now. And so since we weren't going to go back this year, <laughs> they were kind of missing there. I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. We're going to do not one, but two aquariums in New Brunswick because we have two of them here. Yeah. So um, we went to the one in Chibigan and it's for anyone who has done, you know, Quebec City or Toronto or, you know, Vancouver, you're going to find it kind of small, but our kids loved it. It still had all the tanks with all kinds of neat fish and sea urchins. And there was a seal show where they were feeding the seals. Ooh, that's fun. And, yeah. And just so many neat little things and you know to learn more about the importance of the marine life in this area it was fantastic it was really and then just the, like the grounds there another beautiful backdrop um, you'll recognize it I bet if you ever go there you'll be like oh yeah I've seen lots of pictures of yes. this. <laughs> there's this beautiful lighthouse and all this like it's just gorgeous there was a there was a man who was doing a demonstration of how to make lobster traps on the waterfront and like just absolutely lovely um, and then we continued up because I had to get to Miscoot. That was my mm -hmm. must do, was to get all the way up to the tippy tip of New Brunswick to see the Miscoot Lighthouse. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, see, that's, and, on, that's on my list too, for sure, it's but just, it's so far away. It's not a day trip. It's, it's not a day trip, no, but it is worth the overnight. Um, I, you know, I would definitely suggest that you want to do like two, three overnights if you can in a mm -hmm. row to get through even just the top layer of all the stuff that's up there on the Acadian Peninsula. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so good. So good. Yeah. Like we didn't make it to the Acadian Village. It looks amazing. And so many people rave about it. Uh, we didn't make it there. The, the lighthouse is just 
spectacular. The views up there and looks just as good in the fall from the pictures I see. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> see, we've had so much fun this summer already and we still got half a month left, give or take, to, to wrap things up. You, you got quickly up to Campobello Island, which yeah. made me like raging jealous, <laughs> especially when you were showing all of the sea glass that you found. Sarah, my oldest, was like, when are we going? <laughs> yeah. we and that was just go. like, just walking, like just, it just littered, but the just, ground was littered. And Stephanie, who we interviewed, was like, yeah, the beach has been really picked clean this summer already. Like, what that's does it look like? Clean? <laughs> that's what happened like in an hour. And like the, like after the tide went out and came back in, the beach looked the same again. Unreal. So, Unreal. Yeah, it's, it was uh, just everything about that island, just sitting there watching the whales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were looking out of your cottage door and seeing whales. That's unbelievable. I wish that we weren't running out of time because we are, and we have only just even touched what we've done this summer. I haven't know. even got a chance to tell people what we think they should do. <laughs> yes. Uh, one is uh, the beach you were just at recently with the black sand. That is <gasps> next up on my list going there. It is very uh, cool. Is Black, Black Beach? Yep. Yeah. Black Beach just outside. It's in Laurenville, just outside of St. John. And that was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the coolest thing to see. But Aaron, my little five-year-old skeptic, it's kind of gray, mom. It's not really black. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, totally, totally, totally. That is perfect. I think that's probably where we have to leave it for today. This has been so fun to spend this summer just exploring New Brunswick in person and through all the fantastic guests we've had. So uh, we want to thank everyone for mm -hmm. listening to episode eight of the Staycation Summer Series. You can find all the places we mentioned, all the past episodes, everything is up on the Pickle Planet Moncton website. If you head there, you'll find all the links to all the stuff that you're going to want to know. And uh, the Pickle Planet podcast, Staycation Summer Series, of course, is produced at the Podcast Hub. You can check us out to make all your podcast dreams a reality.